Hello and welcome to a very special edition of the Planning People podcast. I'm Charles Wormsley, Special Features Editor at New Model Advisor, and we really have a treat for you this week, as we will be discussing one of our most popular annual features, the platform Premier League. To do that, I have none other than news editor Jack Gilbert with me in the studio, who will take you behind the scenes to show how we create this wonderful feature every year. I thought we would go through this year's Premier League, um, the platform Premier League that is, uh, and maybe see what we got right, what we got wrong, what's changed, because this was written in November when the league season was young, but now the table looks a bit different. Um, I thought I thought we should maybe just sort of reanalyse and think where we are with platforms and where we are with the Premier League. Um, but we currently have Norwich at the foot of the table. In November, we said Elevate was the Norwich of platforms. Was this a little harsh? Uh, possibly a little harsh, yeah. Possibly. Norwich, um, Norwich have not been doing, doing very well. Elevate, we did okay. Um, I think they maybe get, sometimes get over, overshadowed a bit by, by Standard Life Rap. I think, I think they've always had a bit of difficulty playing up to, to the successes that, that rap has, has enjoyed over the years. So you mean uh, kind of, it's almost in competition with itself? Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. And it's a little bit of the kind of the unloved cousin, a little bit of, of the, the Standard Life platform family. In some respects, some might argue. Um, so I think that's, there's, there's an element of, of that. Norwich have doing, not had a great season, but Elevated doing okay, steady, 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 steady as she goes. No, no major mess ups. Yeah, and I, I think you know, even arguably Norwich are kind of in that position. They haven't, I don't know, they haven't been. They are bottom of the table, Charles. They are bottom, but they haven't played badly. No, that's true. They I beat Manchester City they away did. from home or at home? At home, the start of the season. And I think that kind of influenced some of our decision making here. Next up on the table is Watford. Uh, we put that forward as Alliance Trust Savings. Uh, I actually think we inadvertently got this pretty well spot on. Um, Watford have been rejuvenated with new manager Nigel Pearson, still in the relegation zone, but they are um, level on points, I think, with uh, at the time of recording, with some of the teams above them now when they looked like yeah, they were certainly gone. Yeah, great run of form recently. Yeah, and playing a lot better. Definitely, um, yeah, definitely. And you could say the same thing about Alliance Just Savings. Uh, well, they've been it, acquired by Embark. Yes, uh, new owners, pushing a bit more uh, life back into the business, right? I think so, yeah, I think so. I think they've got a bit more energy about them. I think that uh, Embark have got a few, a bit of a job in their hands to kind of uh, turn the corner a bit for the, for the business, but I think they probably will do that. Um, so, yeah, I think, I, think they're on, I think they're definitely on the up after having kind of a shaky... Shaky few months, shaky period. So yeah, I think that's a good a good comparison. And would you say perhaps that uh, there are very, a lot of similarities between the decision uh, that Embark have taken to uh, not uh, to sort of scrap the flat free flat fee that ATS charged, and the fact that Watford's uh, new manager Nigel Pearson has kind of overhauled the training regime and uh, really changed the formation? Do you think there's a lot of similarities? I think there's an incredible amount of similarities between the decision by Embark to scrap. ATS's flat fee model and and Nigel Pearson's uh, new training regime. I think, yeah, there's a, there's a huge there's a huge parallels there. You know, with with so many different facets, a, yeah. myri- a myriad of different similarities there between those two things, Charles. So yeah, I think that's a that's an excellent comparison. Definitely, yeah, definitely. So you're getting an inside look here of how we put the platform Premier League together. A lot of thought these. goes into this. Exactly, exactly. A lot of thought. A lot of um, thought. Third bottom and uh, taking the final relegation spot at the moment is West Ham. Uh, Hubwise had the dubious privilege of taking their place in the league. Uh, again, not sure on this one. Um, 
you'd probably say West Ham are having one of the worst seasons out of the teams in the league at the moment. Uh, recently appointed David Moyes, and I don't think it's really fair to put Hubwise in the same uh, same ba- same place as them. Yes, I'd agree with that, and and also the fact that uh, I met with uh, Angus and Doug from Hubwise shortly after the platform Premier League came out, and most of the conversation just surrounded by the fact their criticisms of us selecting West Ham yeah. as, as their platform and most of the criticisms and making fun of me for, for choosing this. So yes, I would like to take this opportunity to apologise to Angus and Doug if you're listening that we probably were a bit harsh in picking, picking yourselves as West Ham. Yeah, so Jack's shining quite an interesting light on one facet of the Premier League, platform Premier League we have to deal with, which is platforms not particularly happy which happens sometimes. Yes. Doug yeah. and Angus went to unhappy. Yeah. Like, everyone, everyone knows it's a bit of a joke, but they also there's a little bit of competitiveness between them uh, to not be this season's uh, West Ham. West Ham. So just out of the relegation zone, you have quite a few teams clustered together. Uh, Aston Villa, uh, who we just mentioned, uh, they uh, were Seckle, uh, a new firm. Uh, Bournemouth were Nucleus. And Brighton were James Hay. How have our predictions held up there? I think they've done. I think they're they're quite good. I think I think Seckle Aston Villa is quite a good comparison. I yeah. think they've, you know, they're they're doing all right, playing quite well. Um, Seckle got bought by Octopus. I think shortly before this went to press, um, which was a good result for 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 Hugo and and, and those guys there. Um, and I think Aston Villa, yeah, they're doing they're doing all right. They're doing yeah. all right. I think that there's. Um, I think. I think there are if in the Premier League this season. I think it's fair to say there isn't much of a mid-table. No, you know, there's only a few, a handful of points between kind of seventh and and fifteenth and sixteenth. Yeah, I think there's many similarities with that with the actual current state of the the platform. Yeah, there's market. a lot of there's a lot of firms fighting for the middle ground. It seems. Yeah, a lot of difficulty picking up points from for some. There's not a huge amount of platform switching going on. People aren't really moving between yeah, platforms. Yeah, I think that's an interesting... I think it's difficult to get points. So there's a lot of people fighting over the same ground. So I think there is a similarity in that respect. So I think those people like Brighton as as um, as James Hay and, and Villa as, and Seckle and those guys, I think it's quite a good, quite a good, uh, quite a good matchup. I mean, perhaps being harsh, you could say there's a lot of uh, interchangeability at the moment between platforms and between Premier League clubs. It'd be interesting to see where Nucleus goes. I think they've got some very interesting ideas about data uh, and how they use that um, and potentially slight rejuvenation. Um, and again, once again, you know, maybe there's an inside track into how we think about these things. Maybe there's a link with Bournemouth's returning injury list, quite a long one at the moment. Yeah, they've had a lot of injuries. Moving on. I guess, as you say, there's not really a mid-table. I sort of have this group as the beginning of mid-table, but really it's not... It's not that far above the, uh, the relegation zone. Um, so you've got Crystal Palace, who were Novia. Newcastle, your Toon Army Jack. They were Zurich. Okay, and it got bought. It got bought. Finally, uh, that's not, that's not going to happen to Newcastle, so that's kind of not, not a good comparison <laughs> in that respect. Well, it's, it's, it's interesting. I just wanted to, it's the Southampton who are next on the table. We're actually eccentric. Uh, interesting that the Zurich and eccentric quite close together, yeah. given, given their, well, one was recently bought and one has just been put up for sale mm, interesting both stories you re- revealed right Jack Gilbert exclusive I think so what, what was the first one the Zurich, uh, Zurich being bought by Embark yeah I got that story yeah yeah so uh, I'm sure I'll get your views on that in one minute because um, I just want to add Burnley were 7am um, I don't have too much to add on 7am or Novia there but yeah it's on to Zurich and Eccentric um, 
I mean, do you think those are fair comparisons with Newcastle and Southampton? Kind of, I do associate Newcastle and Southampton with being very mid-table teams nowadays. Um, mid-table? Yeah. I mean, that's quite generous, really. Quite, quite generous from a Newcastle fan. Yeah, I mean, I think we're, we're low, low, low to mid-table, struggling for, for to stay up. I mean, certainly Southampton's run of form has been, it's been incredible the last, last, uh, last yeah. month or so. They've really got themselves out of trouble and now looking pretty strong. Um, centric, yeah. So they obviously um, the news came out a couple of weeks ago. They've been put up for sale. Um, questions about who's going to buy them. Lots of speculation about which kind of who might be interested. Um, I, I think it's fair to say that um, they've they've been like they've had troubles recently, as Southampton have. Um, obviously, Eccentric had a difficult replatforming, although not as bad as others. Um, Southampton have kind of been fighting the relegation zone, managing just to stay up. So there's some similarities there. But then, you know, and Eccentric came out of their replatforming. Um, so, yeah, they're kind of probably doing okay-ish at the moment, you know, getting some, trying to get some faith and trust back from IFAs. And, and Southampton's form has been pretty good. So I think there's a, there's a reasonable comparison there. Yeah, I suppose uh, if, if Eccentric uh, are Southampton... And uh, as you revealed the other week, they are up for sale. Perhaps uh, Liverpool will be a buyer, given all the uh, players Liverpool Giving you raided their dressing room for the exactly. last five years consistently. <laughs> so, so maybe there's a, a deal there to be struck uh, with our Liverpool. So we Liverpool will... are transacts. So, so, so Ian Taylor, if you're listening. We, we've made you like that in the platform Premier League. <laughs> Can it happen in real life? We'll find out. Um, I mean, so Zurich did find a buyer, unlike Newcastle so far. Uh, do you think... Uh, do you think that deal is going to be a success for Embark? Uh, I think so. I think I think it's good. I think it, it was a good deal for Embark and their users. I think that um, I think it's the theme. I guess with the same with the centric is this kind of life companies um, having platforms that aren't really a quarter business. Yeah. And kind of a, a an add on and, and not really knowing what to do with them, not investing that much in them, not being kind of part of their long term strategy, particularly for a big, huge international insurance business like Zurich, a, a kind of smallish. UK advisor rap platform is probably not, it's not really what they do. It's not core to their business. Yeah, um, it, it never felt like it really was like, vital to them. And no, that's, exactly. That's, that's a little bit unfair in many ways, but I think, I don't know, they were positioned kind of a bit awkwardly within that, that massive... Huge international company yeah. and mainly a general insurance company as well. So, yeah, it was a bit of a strange kind of fit there. And I think that Embark um, obviously is focused on the platform, the SIP, SIP, pension space so they're going to be you know really working and investing and trying to move that platform forward and and obviously I think they've probably got a um, there might be a migration at some point but they've they're going to be working hard to kind of to update the technology and to and to invest in it and there might be some you know might discomfort and some disruption there probably as these things normally create but I think that you know for someone like open work who are big clients are the biggest client of of the Zurich platform they probably wanted an owner who was you know, like Newcastle want someone who, who invest in the invest, club, yeah. unlike a Mike Ashley, who's obviously, you know, never invested in Newcastle. You know, Newcastle fans like your open work advisors want an owner of their platform and their football club who's going to invest and buy some good players. So I think there's a there's a reasonable comparison there. So, yeah, that's an interesting comparison there. Um, it doesn't seems like there doesn't a week go by without Newcastle being linked to uh, some new owner. Yeah. But so any platform chief exec out there exactly. who's, who's interested in buying a football club and, and, and we could and add a bit more to vertical integration to have a football club as well. I don't could, quite know where it fits. You in, could sponsor us as well. You know, get rid of Wonga, <laughs> Sports exactly. Direct. 
You could have Transact, you know. Transact on the shirts. I'm sure. I'm sure that will go down well. Well, on that note, actually, so um, uh, Embark, the UN is obviously, they actually sponsor a football club. Oh, yeah. Who, who is it? Rotherham. Rotherham. And the owner of, uh, or the chief executive of Embark, uh, Phil Smith, is a big Rotherham fan. Um, and they're doing pretty wow. well this season. I think they're top of the League One. League One, wow. Well, they're certainly one or two in, in uh, League up, One. Up promotion. They often bounce between Championship and League One. Yep, they w- they got relegated fairly recently, but they're doing pretty re- pretty well yeah. for a, for a fairly small small club. So at the risk of getting sidetracked, do you know who one of the most famous, well, two of the most famous fans of Rotherham United are? I do not know that. Uh, the Chuckle Brothers. The Chuckle uh, Brothers. Uh, yeah, interesting. Rotherham United. Did not know that. Is Rotherham United? Yes, Rotherham United. Good. Good. Um, right. Moving on to the top half of the Premier League, uh, Arsenal with Standard Life Aberdeen, uh, the Standard Life wrap in our roundup in November. Um, I know we have covered uh, Elevator already and uh, Parmenian do feature later, but I do think it's interesting to think of them all together um, when we're considering uh, Standard Life Aberdeen because they are a little bit like Arsenal in that regard, in that they've got quite a lot of acquisitions. They didn't really need to make. Um, you know, Arsenal paid, I think it was 75 million for Pepe, uh, uh, Nicolas Pepe, there is. Uh, a great winger, uh, but one of the last things Arsenal needed at that time. Yeah, it was a r- ridiculous signing, really. I mean, he's done okay. He's obviously quite talented, but they've got about 10 players who are kind of similar to him. Yeah. And there are so many players out there like them when they really need a defensive midfielder or, or uh, a centre-back or, or basically anyone who doesn't play in that position. Yeah, and there's perhaps a feeling that maybe Standard Life Aberdeen's in a similar position as a company now. And we're, we're not necessarily just talking about the platform here, but you know, it's had outflows. It doesn't seem to be doing much to stem at the moment. Yeah, well, it's obviously made a couple of, well, the merger with Aberdeen, and then there's been, you know, it's that got it Parmenian. It's inherited a lot of businesses through that. Um, yeah, it's it's kind of I I think there's some 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 similarities there. I think that it's spent both cl- companies, both Arsenal and Standard Life Aberdeen, have spent a lot of money and haven't really managed to see that money materialise in recent years with yeah. great performance on the field and in the world of financial services. Yeah, but yeah. then saying that, I think the Standard Life wrap has is doing really well still. It's still got very strong assets and, and flows. Yeah. It, and I think advisors still really like it. They still really like this customer service. And I think there was a lot of concern around the time that the Phoenix deal happened that that, that service level would go down because I think Phoenix were administrating administrating the gonna administrate the the um the SIP, the pension business, but that doesn't seem to have affected things. Yes, that doesn't seem to materialise. So I think, you know, sta- the, the the standard life wrap I think is still still doing pretty well. Yeah. Well, a bit like Arsenal really, you know. Still doing okay. You just think maybe they could do a bit better. Yeah. Um, so on to Everton, who are just above uh, Arsenal in the table. Um, we said Aviva was similar to uh, the other team in Liverpool. Um, I think we stretch it a bit there, but do you think there's a sense in the, you know, a bit like Everton, Aviva's a, an, an old giant that's always just trying to get back among the big boys? I think there's, there's an element of that, yeah, definitely. I think obviously it's, um, its platform, I think it's got, about 20 billion of assets. I, I, that's probably wrong. Some, something in that, in that region. There is reporting period soon, so you can okay, say well, it's, it's out of date. The, the, so. out, the, the, the update, the results will be out soon. So, um, but but yeah, I think it's it's kind of it's spent a lot of money. They've got a new FNZ platform, um, but they haven't really managed to kind of get into the league of the Ajo Bells or the Transacts out there. I think they had pretty strong growth a couple of years ago. 
Um, and Everton have had some good performances in seasons recently. I think even this season they're about seventh, so they're doing okay. But I think they've always struggled to kind of get to, to Europe to the top four. Yeah. And I think live and I think uh, the Aviva rap is a bit similar. It's, yeah, it's always knocking on the door, but not quite among the big boys. Um, it's I mean, and Aviva also has as well documented replatforming woes as we call them in journalism. Uh, <laughs> in 2018 um, there's, there's arguably some similarities with Everton who still haven't started work on their new stadium big plans for this new stadium long uh, delayed re-stadium in yeah re-stadium in I don't know if that works but doesn't work okay uh, moving swiftly on then um, we're getting excited as we hit the top of the table um, Wolves made quite a few big signings recently a uh, bit of a storm in the league, bit, a lot higher than people expected them to finish. Uh, and they're doing very well in the Europa League and uh, Europe's second competition. A um, uh, bit like newly minted, big spenders embark is okay. what we thought in November. Uh, we've spoken quite a bit about embark already. Um, but what do you think the long-term strategy is? Do you think they're going to make any more acquisitions? I would be surprised. I think they've got to do a couple of replatformings or migrations, I think, along the way. So I think that will definitely slow them down on the acquisition front. Yeah. So I think they've, they've bought, obviously, two platforms fairly recently, which was, I think, caught a lot of people by surprise. Um, but they'll probably spend a bit of time now consolidating the what they've done. I think Wolves were a bit similar. They, they, bought some, they, they spent some big money on some Portuguese players fairly recently. And um, I think now they're kind of consolidating on, on what, they, what they've got and they haven't spent a huge amount in the last season or so. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think there's, uh, I think both, both, but I think on comparison, there's one of, the, one of our better ones, Charles. And look at this in seventh place. It's uh, Oli Gunnar Solskjaer's Manchester United. Not going too well at Old Trafford at the moment. Uh, we have Aegon down in that position in uh, November. Uh, probably a bit unfair to compare anyone to Manchester United at the moment. Um, uh, that was definitely one. There were some a few unhappy people uh, bringing that one up when we made the comparison. Um, but I suppose they, I think part of our thinking at the time was at least, they both had relatively new managers. Um, Aegon's, uh, is it Mike Holiday-Williams? Yep, from uh, First Direct. First Direct. Um, taking on the job. Yeah, yeah Adrian Grace. A- Adrian Grace stepping down. Yeah, he was always quite a big presence, Adrian Grace, in the market. So it's interesting to see how um, his success is getting on. Do you yes. have any sense? Of- um, I think, yeah, I think they're doing okay. I think obviously they're kind of rebuilding exercise. Um, I think Man United have obviously had a rebuilding exercise for 10 years now, whatever yeah. long it's been since... Uh, since Slightly Fer- Ferguson, less. Well, seven, seven years think, yeah. since Ferguson left. But they've been on a constant rebuilding exercise. I think you'd, I think if you were in Aegon, you'd hope their rebuilding exercise after the disastrous replatforming wouldn't take so, as long as that. Uh, but yeah, I think they're now they're, they're they're out there trying to kind of win back trust and faith and and um, and the respect back from from some IFAs who are a bit burned by their replatform issues. But I think they're they're doing okay. I think um, I think they are their their focus is now around um, I think improving just in, just making little upgrades and yeah. improve, little bits of improvement to that technology. Well, that um, seems to be the name of the game now in platforms, these little changes, little shifts yeah. in. They don't want to move. I don't. I think they, they, they told me that they basically don't want to migrate any assets. They don't want to migrate the old Aegon Retirement Choices platform onto the new um, 
platform, the, the what is CoFunds, the, the, the new platform that's moved on to. They don't want to move the old um, Aegon platform onto that same technology because that could create more tech issues for advisors and everything else. So I think they're now is they're, they're the, they, they refer it to as like updating your iPhone, like your iOS, yeah. just, just kind of doing these little upgrades to improve things, bits and bits and bobs here and there, which I think is a sensible strategy. And I think that I think all platforms probably learned from yeah. from Aegon and Aviva of the dangers of moving huge amounts of advisors in one, in go. one go onto new technology. So I think that has kind of changed things in the platform space. And yeah, those little incremental changes, kind of the opposite of what Manchester United are doing in a way, who are just stagnating and spending a lot of money on big signings. So maybe we got that one a little bit wrong. Um, but maybe there isn't a Manchester United in the platform market. No, the but moment. there are similarities there. I think, you know, given Aegon, Man United, I mean, Aegon's the biggest platform out there still by, I think, a fair distance. Um, uh, and Man United, I think they're still the biggest revenue-grossing football club. We're moving on to uh, sixth place. Uh, Define everyone's expectations this season is another United, uh, Sheffield United. Uh, we said true potential in November. Do you think this still holds up? Uh, yes, I think uh, there is some similarities between True Potential and Sheffield United. Obviously, Sheffield United are having an absolute amazing season this year. Incredible run. Um, it looked like they might be getting into Europe. Yeah, yep. Uh, a bit like True Potential's advisors a couple of years ago. That <laughs> yeah. story you wrote. Uh, yeah, they had a little uh, jolly to uh, to Berlin, I believe. Could you explain some of the story? Yeah, well, there they was a they they um, had a competition with their advisors. They had to get, I think, two billion two million of assets onto the True Potential platform by a certain period, and if they they did that, they would get a, a, a holiday. Well, it was a business. It was a conference. A work business conference. conference remember that? Um, <clears throat> yeah, work conference trip to um, to Berlin. Um, if they did, and there was um, yeah, so they got the chance to win win the the trip to Berlin. Um, I think they were uh, yeah, they were, they were also funding some of it as well. I think. Um, so cufflinks and cruises, sort of thing. Yeah, obviously it's advisor advisor recently. advisor incentives. It's that whole that whole spiel, which is kind of coming up again now. SJP of cancelling their cruises. Um, so so yeah, the there is some similarities between True Potential and Sheffield United. Yeah, okay, about to go into Europe. Um, uh, Spurs then in fifth place. Uh, a lot has happened since we published this in November. Uh, it was actually two days after we published this that Jose Mourinho was appointed the Tottenham Hotspur manager. Um, so uh, there's a that was a big change. Uh, we had Quilter for them. Um, no changes in manager there. Uh, and Paul Feeney hasn't quite got the buzz cut that Mourinho is currently sporting. Um, uh, but there are a few similarities. Uh, Quilter about to start replatforming this weekend, right? We'll move in advisors yes. onto... Yeah, it'll be um, interesting to see how that goes. Uh, there's been a few delays in that project. Again, a bit like uh, the Tottenham Stadium. Yeah, obviously there's a definite comparison there. You know, they spent a lot of money on that stadium. There was a lot of delays. But in the end, they've now got the stadium and they're really happy with it. And it looks really good, even though they spent like a billion pounds or whatever. It was yeah, on. everyone um, says it's really good though. So It does look good. It'd be interesting to see how the new the new um, Quilter platform is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Whether be. it can live up to the Tottenham Stadium. Okay, into the top four. Uh, Chelsea, somehow still in fourth, despite slumping quite badly under Frank Lampard, with a promising start. Um, possibly shows how weak the league is. Uh, but onto the platform side, Fidelity Funds Network, we uh, listed as Chelsea. Uh, 
it's been a little quiet recently with the fund net, Funds Network, um, going through replatforming, uh, but no woes reported yet. No, I think they've had a, they've kind of they've they've tried to avoid the whole Aviva Aegon, you know, mass migration spiel. I think they're moving on people in stages to to, to Bravura um, technology. Um, yeah, so I think that's a kind of there are some similarities to that. Obviously, they had a new chief exec, uh, Jackie Boylan, who came over from Australia um, fairly recently. Yes, about um, a year ago. Yeah, so I think, you know, you kind of got two fairly new-ish. Well, certainly Jackie's not been in the UK platform space that long. Frank Lampard's obviously just recently come into to, to managing a Premier League at quite a young age as well. So I think there are some similarities there. Um, so, yeah, I think that's a fair comparison. Yeah, I think... Uh, as I was saying, Chelsea, maybe we're doing a little bit better at the time, uh, but still in fourth place. So uh, no no bad comparison if you are listening from Funds Network. Um, so in third, something of a surprise, uh, where we have Leicester. Uh, Parmenian, we're listed as Leicester. Uh, and that comparison has often been made when we do this. Uh, it feels quite right. Um, I think Parmenian were Leicester in the year they won the title. Uh, and I think that works because Parmenian is one of the smaller platforms but it definitely punches above its weight um, and a bit like Leicester do really yeah definitely that's definitely a cliche that we use in writing about platforms <laughs> repeatedly repeatedly um, just as football pundits do writing like yeah. writing and talking about football teams so I think both cliches can be can be used for both should, both both teams and platforms we should do a uh, summary of platform cliches that's a very good idea Charles that's something uh, we should definitely write definitely, that down. definitely do if you've got any uh, if you platform bosses or people out there, if you've got any cliches we, we say about platforms or you talk about platforms, then please send them in. Yes, we'd love to hear them. So we're nearly at the top now. Um, so in second place, we currently have Manchester City, who are not having as great a season as previous. Um, but if this was any other side, I think uh, it would still be viewed as a pretty strong season. Um, we said AJ Bell in November. Uh, and interestingly, I think AJ Bell at least used to be, they might still be, were based next door to Manchester United's Old Trafford Stadium. So, uh, cross-town rivalry. Um, Although well, Andy Bell is a big Everton fan, I believe. Is he? I did not know that. Yes. Um, so you better have got that right. He'll be uh, yeah. annoyed. <laughs> yeah. yeah, hopefully that is the case. We'll check that. Um, but yeah... Um, I mean, we'll leave off all the recent financial fair play stuff because I don't think <laughs> that has any any real comparison in the platform market at the moment. Um, allegations which uh, Man- Manchester City strenuously deny as well, I think, Charles. Yes, uh, so that's a whole area for another podcast. Um, uh, but I think um, AJ Bell, in terms of, you know, they're a very solid performer. Um, they, they had their IPO recently, which has seen the shares do well. Advisors do really like them. Um, yeah, I mean, do you have much more to yeah, add? Yeah, I think definitely. I think their 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 share price has been good. The flows have been good. Um, yeah, they're, they're, they've been a consistent good performer in the platform in the platform world, um, just as Man City have been in, yeah. in the Premier League in the last few years. So I think, yeah, they're they're all thereabouts, and I think that's a, it's, a, it's a fairly obviously. Andy might have preferred to be Everton for some reason. Um, but I think, yeah, it's, it's not a bad comparison to have yeah. to make. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and finally, on top of the league is, of course, Liverpool. Uh, and they were Transact. Advisors do love Transact. Um, and they always top surveys. 
Uh, and they, they've just gained everything right at the moment. Again, a bit like Liverpool. Um, don't want to gush too much praise. Still onto... 13 games left in the season, Charles. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no chickens being counted here. Um, but yeah, um, what, what's your view of Transact? Do you think it's, you know, when you speak to advisors, what do they tell you about yeah, it? Yeah, obviously similar things. It's just a bit of a phenomenon, really. I think the customer service is, is, is very good. They just get everything kind of right. They seem to... I mean, if you look at them, obviously they don't really do like much different to any other platform out there. They don't really offer. But they clearly do. But in it, terms of in terms of what they actually the what they actually offer technology, yeah. there isn't much different to what else is out there. They um, the charges actually look, you know, they are one of the more expensive platforms yeah. out there. But I think what they do get right is just incredible good customer service for IFAs. Yeah, and I think that's an interesting comparison actually with this Liverpool team, who people often say. Oh, they're not that great. They're winning games by one goal. But they're doing something right that no one else has quite figured out yet. Um, and often it's very simple stuff. So getting the simple things right. Yeah. Both both, both Transact, Ian Taylor and, and Liverpool. Yeah. But obviously Ian Taylor, he's, he's announced he's stepping down. Yep. And uh, I, I interviewed Ian, but I also interviewed his... Uh, two two successors. Transact have two people lined up. So Jonathan Gumby and and Alex Scott, okay. um, who um, not not the famous woman's professional footballer. No, but uh, a different Alex that Scott. That would be a bit surprising. Yeah, <laughs> career move. Um, but he's um, so the two of them. You'll read all about it in our special issue and online. Um, but effectively, the roles have been split. Um, it was a very interesting interview about the future of platforms. Um, was Liverpool mentioned? Uh, Liverpool was not mentioned. Although Ian Taylor did say, uh, slightly tongue-in-cheek, I think, but described Transact as the last socialists in the city of London. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, because of the uh, share the dividends, price cuts every time, every year, little price cuts. Uh, so uh, there's even a connection to the political side of Liverpool there. Uh, uh, true red, Ian Taylor. Um, um, so, yeah, that's our platform Premier League. Um we look forward to writing another one later this year. We're going to do it again, Charles. We'll do it again, um, but with uh, the newly promoted teams. We'll be interested to see who they are. Yeah. Could be I think a... what's good about this, the platform Premier League is no one really gets relegated. Yes, everyone stays. Unless you get bought, so there might be a few. Well, that's the thing. We might need to add a few new ones for Embark, pretty much own everyone else now. But um, yeah, so thank you all for listening. Um, we hope you enjoyed this uh, behind-the-scenes insight into our platform Premier League. <laughs>